0: Chapter 40. Are you transmitting your own fears to your children? During one of our camps, when we were doing a mathematical exercise, I noticed that one child was not participating at all. He was just observing what the others were doing and uh, it was a simple mathematical calculation which they were doing as part of one of the study skills. When I drew closer to him, I could see that he looked worried. So I asked him why he was not participating. He answered, I don't know how to do this. Then I said, it's easy. I will explain to you and sat with him. While I was explaining, the boy's expression remained the same. He still looked worried. He was not paying attention to what I was doing. I asked him what his challenge was. He answered, I don't think I will ever understand this. Then I asked him why he thought so. He gave me an interesting answer. I am bad at maths as is my father. And then he added, Max is not there in our genes. I sat and talked to him to find out how he came up with such a strong notion. This is what he shared with me. When he used to score low marks in Max initially and showed them to his father, his father used to say, it's okay. Don't feel bad about this because I was also poor in Max and your mother doesn't even understand basic calculations. So, Max is not there in our family or in our genes. Can you see the impact of these words on this little boy? At this tender age, his father has unknowingly created in him the impression that he would be bad at Max forever. But is this really true? Absolutely not. Various research studies done on children confirm that such correlations have no scientific basis whatsoever. Aaron Stern, in his book, The Making of a Genius, explains the benefit of early learning by relating the story of how he educated his own daughter, Edith Stern. Aaron Stern was a Polish Jew. He escaped from the Nazis and took refuge in the United States where he got married and brought up two children named Edith and David. In his book, he describes how he educated his daughter right from her early years, hoping that she would turn out to be a genius. He used what he called the total educational submersion method. He spent a lot of time talking to her, reading to her, making her ask questions and answering the same and by exposing her to a whole lot of such varied experiences. Following the activities Aaron did with his daughter, Edith and his subsequent results, when she was 10 weeks old, he started showing her meaningful toys and illustrated books. When she was 18 months old, He gave her flashcards and taught her how to use them. At 22 months, she began to read. When she was 3 years old, she could read the whole Encyclopedia Britannica from A to Z. When she was 8 years old, she was admitted to the 4th grade. When she was at 11, she entered the junior high school at the age of 16 she received a BA degree with specialization in mathematics, following which she got into Michigan State University and became a mathematics instructor. Within two years, she got a master's degree in theoretical mathematics and completed the Doctor of Philosophy course requirements. Secret number 40. Parents, never transmit your sense of inadequacies or pains of your failure to your children. What is true for you may not be true for your child.